0: Nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I'm Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, David Crockett. I'm Lee. you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. This is Don't Tread on America. Your host, Don Q. Let's go. Come on. How's everybody doing out there today? It is Monday, February 19th, 2024, President's Day. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day. Sorry I was not here yesterday, but as I have explained to you guys time and time again, when the wife is off, I'm sorry the show gets put on hold, but I'm here today. Her days are random. She doesn't have specific days off. They're just when they are. And, uh, you know, I'm here. I'm here. I'm going to try and get everything back on track. I'm here today. I'll probably be back again tomorrow, barring there being any situations or incidents popping up. And then I'll be back again on Thursday. So, the way to combat all of that is, so you don't miss a show, is make sure whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, you are subscribed to said show on that podcast you're following you subscribe whatever that button is it doesn't cost you anything it's free i uh, no patreons here and uh, maybe i'll change the name of the show to the no patreon podcast with your host Don Q. but seriously um guys if you could just please follow the show if you're listening to this on apple or uh spotify make sure you're giving us a rating that helps more than you realize and that too is also free if you have a few extra seconds On Apple maybe you leave us a review that would be great, too, and um, Make sure you're sharing this with your friends guys that that helps a lot, too and uh, Guys, don't forget about don't turn on America TV on rumble. We're on rumble now You can go ahead and follow the show even I know you're probably I'm listening to you right now I don't need to go and see your ugly ass face on rumble. I get it That's just one more outlet for me to show and Talk about what needs to be talked about where maybe some of these other shows aren't quite talking about it or even if it's some of the things that they are talking about I'm going to bring you a different view a uh, an uncensored view of, of just a regular American now I'm not saying that these guys and gals that do other podcasts aren't American but some of these folks I believe are limited by what they can and can't say because of sponsors and those types of things. And that's where you guys come in handy and where you can help me. I am a self-sponsored show. Visit the DTom store. The link is at the bottom of the podcast app in what you're listening to this on just scroll down a little bit. You'll see DTom store. And that helps me out. And also our newest uh, our newest sponsor to the show, uh Reaper Apparel Company. You can check them out at reaperapparelco.com use promo code deton get 10% off and that link is also on the podcast app. All right, let's get to business cuz time she is a wasting Tick tick, right motherfuckers, tick tick. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a few little things and then we're going to get to the crux of the story. And this is something that broke last week. And it wasn't like major news, obviously, and no one's really talking about it, but it kind of piggy piggybacks off of what we talked about last week as far as Biden's cognitive ability. And um, not to go through the whole show, what we did you know, last week, where we talked about that and how the uh, lawyer or the special counsel said that he was an old man, he was a doddering fool, and he, you know, he's an idiot, whatever he said. Um, this came out shortly after that. Where he is going to be the first president every year, every year the president, whoever the president is, every year they have to have a physical to make sure they're, you know, not going to die. And they, one of the parts of the physical is the cognitive test to make sure they're not losing their mind, right? Well, he has refused a cognitive test as part of his upcoming physical exam now the interesting part about that is you and i maybe not in every state i don't know but I, let me put it like this if you have a cdl of any kind you do have to take these tests and um and it's you know a cognitive test to make sure that you're aware alert and especially as you get older you have to do these things but the president who runs the country No, that's cool. This is a Korean diversity hire the other day when one of the reporters asked her about it.
1: Does the White House think that the the idea of the president taking a cognition test, a cognitive test, as a part of this uh, physical, is a legitimate idea, particularly just on the heels of the special counsel report, more polling, as my colleague Selena just mentioned, showing that many American people have concerns about that? Look, I got this question last week as well, and I'm just going to say what the what Dr. O'Connor—it's kind of a uh, what he said to me about a year ago uh, when the report came out last year, uh, obviously on his physical, uh, which is the president proves every day. How he operates, how he thinks, right? But by dealing with world leaders, by making really difficult decisions on behalf of the, the American people, whether it's domestic, whether it's national security, and so he shows it every day on how he thinks, how he operates, uh, and so that is how uh, that is how the Dr. O'Connor sees it, and that's how I'm going to leave it. What well, do you think about the idea um, of taking that kind of a test? Right? I believe, for me, you're asking me my personal opinion. Uh, he is sharp. Uh, he is on top of things. He, When we have uh, meetings with him, with his staff, he's constantly pushing us, getting, trying to get more information. And so that has been my experience with this president. Uh, anything else outside of that, uh, I just shared with you what Dr. O'Connor said to me, uh, and so I'll just leave it there.
0: So uh, the interesting thing about this is she's referring to Dr. O'Connor a year ago, okay? When you're 562 years old... A lot of things can happen from a year ago. Um, Just like now, I forgot what I was going to say. No, I'm joking. Last year, she says a year ago, he wasn't all there last year. He is obviously, and I'm not saying this because he's a Democrat. Uh, This has nothing to do with that. This has to do with our country and what kind of representation he's putting out to the rest of the world. By having these constant gaps, these constant mistakes, these constant forgetful moments. It's not like it was a year ago or two years ago where it was every once in a while. Last week, every time he spoke about something, he forgot. He froze up. He something. Something happened. Every time he was on camera talking about whatever the subject was, he had a lapse of momentary dissertation he lost his fucking mind whether it was for a second five seconds ten seconds it doesn't matter a year ago he was doing this probably once every so often maybe once every third fourth fifth interview or, or television appearance now it's every time he steps in front of a microphone and a camera he has a brain fart if you want to just call it that you can see the progression in his dementia and it's not pretty and, I, and it's not funny it's not a laughing matter I'm not sitting here saying "Ha ha, he's an old man he's a doddering fool it does I wouldn't do that to the regular old man in the grocery store that I don't even know this is the leader of the free world he, whatever you think about Biden is fine. Whether he won, it was stolen, he's this, he's that, and you love him, you hate him. I don't care. I don't care. The fact of the matter is this. He is, like it or not, he is the president, okay? The fact that he is literally turning, in, turning into a vegetable in front of our eyes is is not funny, it's not funny. It's very sad, and it's very—it's even more concerning for us, the American citizens. And this has nothing to do with not wanting him to be president. You know, this is about the the uh, strength of our country and doing the right thing. Now, with that being said, do I believe that the Twenty Fifth Amendment's in line here? Yes, I do. Do I want to see Kamala Harris stepping in as president? No, I don't. But it is what it is. Unfortunately, we've got to fix this problem. This man, the fact that he doesn't want to take this test should tell you everything you need to know about why he doesn't want to take this test. Because if I were him... I forgot what I was going to say. No, I'm joking. <laughs> if I were him, I would I would want to take this test to prove to you that I'm not a fucking idiot. But the fact that you don't want to take the test... And here's the thing about it that drives me crazy. It's not like they televise these tests. It's not like he's, there's a cameraman in there while he's taking the visible. So the only way we would know anything about anything as far as this cognitive test is concerned is if he or his doctor let it be known. It's between you and your doctor. If your wife or your husband's there, it's between the three of you guys, right? It's not like it's public knowledge. And I know we're just random everyday folks and he's the president, same difference. HIPAA laws still apply to the president. Here's the difference. When it comes to the physical of the president, it is still technically covered under HIPAA regulations. The difference is this. If there's any issue in that physical that raises something that's causing concern for the physician that maybe it's time for this person to retire, then it would have to be let known. So if Biden went in for this cognitive test and failed miserably, he would it would have to be addressed. Now I'm not saying Dr. Johnson would get up in front of the microphone and say, this motherfucker's crazy, and he's got, you know, 20 stages of dementia, and he's, you know, all this, that, and the other thing. It wouldn't be like that. But you would see a rapid exercise of moving him out of office. And I think I'm gonna do it, it's probably his team. It's I think, in all honesty, you gotta think when biden was first running for president what did he say he said i'm going to be a one-term president i'm running to be a one-term president i'm not going to run for re-election right so what is he doing now more recently he has said that if trump wasn't running he wouldn't be running okay whatever i think there's people under the impression that um, biden was just going to be a one-term president whether it was his idea, their idea, whoever's idea, that was the plan. He was just going to be a one-term president. Then I think those factions kind of got mixed up and split a little bit. And the deep state faction over here that's running everything, and then you have a Biden faction, which is smaller, but nonetheless. And these people, have they don't give a shit about this country. What they're trying to do, and I'm not saying that these people necessarily do, but what these people are trying to do is line their pockets And they know they have this doddering old fool in the White House to help them do that. Now, whether Trump wins, Gavin Newsom's in there, Michelle Obama's in there, Kamala's in there, whoever. They know this group of people. Hierarchy. They're out. They're not going to be able to do the things they've been doing for the last three and a half years. So I think it's... These individuals, Jill, Hunter, whoever, that are saying, um, maybe he shouldn't take this test. I say, maybe you don't have the option. For the job I have, every two years, I have to take a physical. I can't go in there and say, you know, uh, I don't want to take the uh, hearing or vision test because I'll probably fail and I won't be able to keep my job, so... Uh, we'll just skip that. <laughs> it doesn't work like that for me or you, so why in the fuck should it work for the man that's controlling our collective fates? Interesting. Anyway, I didn't know I was going to go that long on that segment, but here we go. More Biden. More air <laughs> at uh, D-Tom Radio, all Biden all the time. But this is not another funny matter. Now, if you live in the state of Tennessee, you may have heard this. Uh, you probably haven't. If you live anywhere else, and maybe if you you live in Tennessee, you haven't heard of this, but Biden's DOJ has filed a lawsuit against the state of Tennessee because they made it illegal for prostitutes to knowingly spread HIV. You heard that right. They're saying it's a violation of the Americans with uh, Disability Act. So the Justice Department suing. As it's stated, the Justice Department sues Tennessee for enforcing state law that discriminates against people with with HIV, period. So the uh, Justice Department filed a lawsuit today against Tennessee State um, and the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation for Violating Americans with Disability Act. The department previously notified Tennessee and the TBI that they violated ADA by enforcing the state's aggravated prostitution statute against people with living with living living with hiv the later the letter and i talk about Biden, right the letter of findings detailed the minimum remedial measures necessary to address discrimination the um enforcement of state criminal laws that treat people differently based on hiv status alone and that are not based on actual risk of harm Discrimination against people living with HIV. The Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark of the Justice Department Civil Rights Division. People living with HIV should not be subjected to a different system of justice based on outdated science and misguided assumptions. The lawsuit reflects the Justice Department. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, number one. So the law isn't necessarily directed towards prostitutes. The law in the state of Tennessee says that if you as a person with HIV, man, woman, gay, straight, prostitute, random person at the bar. It is your responsibility by law to inform the person that you are having, that you possibly could have sexual intercourse with, that you have HIV. Now, why is that important? (laughs) Let's see. Hmm. Three years ago, (laughs) in a lot of states, you couldn't leave your fucking house. Three years ago, you couldn't come within six feet of another person. Three years ago, you had to walk one way down a grocery aisle. Three years ago, you couldn't go work out. Three years ago, you couldn't go to, to a restaurant and eat dinner. Three years ago, you couldn't shake people's hands. Three years ago, you had to walk around with a fucking face diaper on your face. And this was all for a fucking cold. But yet, we are going to make it okay for people with a actual, <laughs> an actual deadly disease to not have to tell a person they're about to have sex with that they have said disease. Three years ago... We couldn't do a fucking thing in this country because if someone coughed, if you didn't wear a mask, I never wore a mask. I said, fuck this shit. I'm going to a store. They can suck my dick. They can either take my money and let me buy some shit or they can go fuck themselves. Fortunately, in the state of Florida, We had those kind of protections where we could be like, I can't wear a mask. You can make up some bullshit reason. I told them I had CS. They were like, CS? Yeah, common sense, motherfucker. But anyway, point being is this. Three years ago, in most of these states in this country, on March, what was it, March 15th, 14th, something like that, you couldn't do a fucking thing in this country without being looked at cross-eyed. You remember if you were like me and you didn't wear a mask, okay, and you went to the grocery store, you went to a department store, you went wherever. The people how they looked at you, like you were like you were walking through the store with a machete dripping with blood, carrying a human head in the other hand. That's the look you got. All because someone had a cold. Okay? And the sad thing is, three years later, you still have a small fraction of those same people that are scared to death of someone that sniffles, coughs, whatever. But in Tennessee, where they want to make it illegal for that, if you, God forbid, have HIV, and it doesn't matter if you're gay, if you're straight, it's not the point. I mean, I know 40 years ago, whenever it was, when... When HIV first kind of hit the scenes, it was like a gay disease. And I'm not saying that it's not probably a higher percentage of those people that have that disease. But nonetheless, I personally believe that if you have HIV, I feel bad for you. Um, I know nowadays versus it was 20, 30, 40 years ago, it's a lot more controllable and treatable. But that's not the point. The point is this, if three years ago we couldn't do a damn thing because of a cold, then if you knowingly have HIV, and you knowingly sleep with somebody without informing that person, that, in my opinion, is attempted murder. Now, could be a situation where you don't know if you have HIV. I don't know what all the symptoms are and I don't know and I don't care to know and thank God I don't have that and I feel sorry for the people that do, but that's not what this is about. This is about you as a person, if you have HIV and whether you're gay, straight, doesn't matter and you want to have sex with this person, it is your responsibility to make sure that that person is aware. And then if you don't tell that person and then you do Spread HIV to that person, then you should go to jail. Period. It has nothing to do with it maybe being a gay disease or not, because I think there's plenty of people that aren't gay that have this disease for whatever reason or another. So, once again, the Department of Justice invoking, you know, an ADA rule that three years ago during COVID, you couldn't use. If you had a disability that caused you from wearing a mask, you couldn't use that. You couldn't use that as an excuse. The hypocrisy of this government that rules over us is annoying as fuck. And I'm about over it. If you haven't been able to tell from the last couple of shows. All right, so last week, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, right, won the Super Bowl. So a week ago Sunday, right? And, um... I don't care. Whatever. I I didn't have any skin in the game. It didn't matter to me who won. Um, But then they had a Super Bowl. um, They had the parade. And then there was a shooting in the parade. And um, the... uh, I'm sorry. Someone's texting me. (laughs) There was a shooting. uh, And by all accounts, it looks like it was a bunch of uh, young... I don't want to call them thugs because God forbid. I'll get to that in a second. But it was a bunch of thugs. Young kids uh, got into an argument over whatever and some pulled out a gun because, you know, God forbid we could just fight and be done with it. Now, the Kansas City mayor accuses the governor of racial dog whistle uh, for calling Super Bowl parade shooters thugs. Uh, real quick, I'm going to go through this. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas of Missouri, Missouri called, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, uh, Quentin Lucas accused Missouri governor. Mike Parsons of using a racial dog whistle by referring to the shooting suspects as Can- at the Kansas City Super Bowl parade as thugs. Lucas made comments during an appearance on a radio show up to date on Friday. He told KCUR host Steve Krask that he has seen several, several blah, blah blah and blah blah blah. Similar incidents sim, similar, similar, similar incidents of alleged racism time and time again. Following the shooting, Parsons said, we can't let some thugs just take over and ruin what happened. Now, the interesting thing is, thugs, if you look up the definition of thugs, doesn't say anything about race. (laughs) It doesn't say uh, thug definition, black use, uh, Hispanic use, white use. I don't think it uses the word use. It just uses people, people, man, woman, whatever, people, of whatever color. Doesn't say white, black, brown, whatever, people, just people who caused a disruption, caused this, that, and the other thing, caused chaos as being thugs. I am sick and tired of, and I have no idea, I think the mayor, uh, Quentin Lucas, I think he's a black gentleman, I would assume Mike Parsons is white, and so therefore, because the white governor called these people, these <laughs> these individuals, thugs, that the black mayor, and that these kids are black, is it's a it's a it's a, a racial what do you call it a uh, racial dog whistle now if these kids have been white and he said the same thing would the mayor have said anything thugs thugs are thugs it doesn't matter what color they are he didn't call them the n-words like he said these n-thugs blah 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 he just said thugs so who's the racist here mayor lucas here's the interesting question though why don't we know who these individuals are? There was a lady that was killed. There was what twenty people shot, one killed, and yet we haven't seen any mugshots. With the exception of all the cameras being on there at the time, you know whether it was uh, cell phone cameras or or you know television cameras for the parade, we wouldn't even have known who did it. For the most part, there was thousands of people there. Um but we know is i think three or four black youths thugs and uh we don't know their names we haven't seen mug shots we don't know anything about anything other than the fact that one person was killed and i think 20 other were injured but why don't we know it oh well because they're they're minors, so we're not releasing their information because you know they're minors. okay and the interesting thing about all of this is I don't agree with a lot of things that Ann Coulter says, and I'm not necessarily, I know she's probably not the best person to use judgment-wise, but she does make a point here. I'm going to play this. She was on Bill Maher the other day, and this is what she had to say about the situation. I mean,
1: we don't know who did this shooting, by the way, the, the, the Super Bowl shooting. We have we- some idea. What? If it were a white man shooting, we'd know. Who? Well, we don't know. but they, I mean, they That's haven't re- how we know it's not a white man, I can tell you that much. But you think they're, they're repressing that reporting? They wouldn't tell us about the um, transgender woman that shot up the Christian school for what, like a year? Um, oh, San Bernardino out here. Remember the crazy terrorist Muslims? I, that's when I first noticed, hmm, they're not telling us who it is. It's not a white male. The longer they go without telling you, it's not a white male. Okay. Well, we don't for this one for right now as of Friday night, February sixteenth. We know
0: we don't. We don't officially know. Okay, you know you have special powers. Here's the thing: she's not wrong. There's a lot of times that we've seen situations where there's been shootings. Okay, whether it's school shootings, mass shootings, whatever, and a lot of the times. So, for example, New York. What was that? A year, two years ago, when the guy. Subway shooting, had the Glock with the extended magazine, shot so many people. I don't know if he killed I can't recall if he killed anybody or not. But nonetheless, it was a couple of days before we knew who he was. And like I've said on this show hundreds of times, we never know anything about the shooting, especially once the gun. Once we know what the gun was, the shooting disappears. Okay. And just like this whole thing in Kansas City, it was, uh, from all accounts, it looks like it was a handgun. It was probably what it looked like. I mean, call me racist, uh, Quentin, uh, but it looks like it was probably a gang thing. Um, Because, you know, God forbid, white, black, Hispanic, whatever color you were, you can't just sit there and enjoy the fact that your football team won the Super Bowl. We have to get into an argument and pull out a gun. But um, she's not wrong. I mean, (laughs) Kyle Rittenhouse, right? That whole situation that happened in Kano, Kanoa, or wherever it was, in Wisconsin. Kenosha. <laughs> hey, I'm Biden. Um, hit all the metrics. It was a white person, regardless of age, white person with an AR-15. The fact of the matter is, he was a 17-year-old Boy. Don, he was a boy. He shouldn't have the gun. Okay, whatever. Argument for another day. My point is, is the mayor refuses to have these kids um, mugshots released because they're minors. We had no problem plastering Kyle Rittenhouse's face all over everything. Social media, regular media, mainstream media, people talking shit about him You had the kid from Covington, uh, the whole... uh, I uh, was Sandman, Sandman, whatever, you know, at the Lincoln Monument with the Indian, that old situation a couple years ago. Kid, high school kid, had no problem plastering his face all over the fucking news, talking shit about him. When it's a white person, regardless of age, you guys have no problem talking all the shit in the world about this person, whatever he or she did. When it's a black person, whether it's a minor or an adult, it's a blip in the radar. And it goes away. Now, I'm staunch on the whole fact of the gun. If if the proper gun is used, that story doesn't die for a while. Because, you know, we can't let that happen. We've got to, you know, really dwell on the gun situation. As to a matter of fact, on the, what what show is this? This is CBS's morning show. So whatever their national morning show is called. Um, this was them the other day on that whole situation i'm gonna play this clip also the shooting at the kansas city super bowl parade is helping renew the conversation about how to curb gun violence in america including how to limit easy access
1: to military style rifles it's been 20 years since the ban on assault rifles expired (laughs) and that includes the ar-15 and weapons similar to it weapons that have been
0: used in many of the nation's deadliest mass shootings Nicole Skanga sat down with a group of gun violence survivors and family members who are rallying to revive the measure, hoping to save lives.
1: Survivors are partnering with the nonpartisan organization March 4th. They're now searching for Republican co-sponsors for the Go Safe Act. The NRA opposes the bill, calling it unconstitutional. According to the latest CBS News poll, 63 percent of Americans support a ban on AR-15 semi-automatic weapons, including four out of 10 gun owners. Gail. Yeah, thank you, Nicole. Very nice job. We needed a story like that this morning. Thank you so much. It's just a reminder again, you know, because you see these statistics, X amount of people shot, X amount survived, but you see they still carry this all these years later. You have to remind people and nothing changes. The
0: polling that shows that the majority of Americans want to see that kind of change that we just saw in Nicole's report, why aren't lawmakers listening? I love how it's four out of ten. That's 40%. That means 6 out of 10 said, fuck you, keep them with guns, you can suck it. Why are we even talking about AR-15s? These thugs that are underage, minors, didn't even use an AR-15, number one. Number two, shouldn't have had a gun, period. So, how... Did these individuals even have the gun? Are we even addressing that? We're automatically going to automatically gonna demonize people like me and you who legally have our guns as being killers. When you have underage kids, because we can't see their pictures, we can't see their mugshots, because why? Because they're minors. Well, I'm pretty sure in every state in this country, you have to be 21 to have a handgun. Now, I don't know the gun laws in Missouri as far as long guns. Regardless, it wasn't an AR-15. It was a handgun. And even if it was a long gun, let's say it was an AR or a shotgun or whatever, they still weren't old enough to have that gun because they were only 17 or younger. Because we can't see their pictures. Because why? Because they're minors. So last time I checked... Miners in any state in this country are not allowed to have a gun of any kind unless they are uh, going hunting, let's say, with their dad or their mom or whatever. So let's not address the fact that these kids had guns at a Super Bowl parade. Let's go after the AR-15 because it kills so many people. When clearly most of your mass shootings don't even involve an AR-15 but whenever there is one of these shootings we automatically go after that gun I personally am sick and tired but I love how it's like and four out of ten people don't want this gun that means six out of ten said fuck you we want the gun and last time I checked now I'm not a math genius by any stretch of the imagination but I'm pretty sure 6 out of 10 is more than 4 out of 10. That's what, 60% versus 40%. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a pretty good win there. Can we move past it? The fact that you guys, every time there's a shooting of some sort, we have to celebrate it by going after guns. Period. Period. All right. Let's talk about the big story of the weekend. Now... The Trump verdict, if you want to call it that, it came in on Friday, and he was ruled to have to pay three hundred and fifty, sixty, whatever it was, million dollars for a crime that wasn't really there because he was he was charged with fraud or he was a whatever a fraud, and usually fraud to to defraud someone or something there has to be a victim there has to be a victim of fraud. You can't just fraud to fraud with no fraud. There has to be a victim. You have to say, I'm going to take this person's money or whatever the case is and not pay it back. That's fraud. Now, in this case, essentially, they're going after him because he overvaluated his property to gain a loan to do whatever. Well, by all accounts, he didn't even need the loan. I mean, when you run a business, you could be a billionaire, okay, or trillionaire. You could be whatever. You garnish – Elon Musk, for example, he takes loans out to do what he has to do. Why? Why does he take loans out? He doesn't take the loan out. The company takes the loan out. Why do they do that, Don? Well, that way, if for some reason something happens that they have to default on the loan, it doesn't affect the person. It affects the business there's your difference in this case trump took a loan out from a bank to build a building built the building paid the money back in full plus interest no one was harmed no harm no foul no one was no, no one was defrauded as a matter of fact the banks were happy because he paid the loan back early and he paid it off and no bubbles no troubles so where is the fraud now usually for there to be fraud, there has to be a victim. Because I, if I'm, if I got frauded against, if that's the proper terminology, if someone frauded me out of money, I would have to say, uh, go to a lawyer and say, hey, or you know, the state attorney or whatever. Hey, you know, this guy Bob Johnson sold me a bunch of widgets that was supposed to stop rain from hitting my roof of my house, and it's rained every day, and my house is soaked. And I paid, you know, $100,000 for these things. Well, that's fraud. <laughs> right? Um, but I have a name. I have a, a product. I have a money transfer. And I have all these things. I have proof. In your case, you have nothing more than he took a loan out, paid it back. He may or may not have undervalued his property. Which... Just just know, guys, if you're filling out like a credit application of any kind, whether it's a credit card or you're buying a house or whatever the case may be, God forbid you put that you make more money than you really do because technically speaking in the state of New York, that's fraud. But chances are they don't give a shit about you because your name's not Donald Trump. But my question about all of this is this. We see what these states' attorneys in these different, you know, different states are doing. You see what Letitia James is, has done. You see what is going on down in Georgia. When here's here's my warning to all of these individuals, and I and I can I can applaud Elise Stefanik for standing up as a congresswoman. Why <laughs> there's not two, three hundred more of these individuals doing the same thing? But when you have a judge who, number one, you have an attorney general who seek damages that was far beyond there being any damages. Because you know what? There was zero damages. There was no damages because there was no victims. But then it was an absorbent amount that she was seeking anyway on damages that weren't there because no damage. But then on top of it, you had a crap-ass judge who said guilty and we're going to add another 100 mil to that number to who who's making who's getting that money and that and that's a question i have to ask and i haven't been able to find that out because if you defraud someone okay if you defraud someone out of a hundred bucks and you're found guilty of defrauding them out of the hundred dollars generally you have to pay that person back a hundred dollars and maybe cover their legal cost and so on and so forth right so it might cost you a thousand dollars if there's no victim who is the money going to where's the fine Why, why is there a fine because no one was defrauded therefore there's no victim to receive the money that he's being punished to have to pay now, mind you, this will probably all get turned over in, uh, you know, in, in uh, appeal. But it's—I don't think they even care. I think it's a fact of just putting that out there. Oh, here he goes. He's he's convicted of another crime. No, he wasn't. <laughs> when is someone other than Elise Stefani going to step up? And I'm gonna play this clip because it's clip show, guys. This is uh, from News Channel 13. I'm assuming this is in New York, but uh, here we go.
1: This woman, Elise Stefanik, has filed a complaint against New York Attorney General Letitia James. The complaint is over A.G. James' civil fraud case against former President Donald Trump. In a letter, Stefanik alleges James is conducting a biased investigation and prosecution of the former president. Stefanik is asking the Attorney Grievance Committee to disbar or suspend James. The state attorney general's office has argued Trump and his company falsely inflated statements to financially benefit themselves with better loans and insurance policies. Stefanik has been seen as a potential running mate for Trump. Shut up.
0: I call for James, Fannie, this judge all to be disbarred. This is ridiculous. And like Trump's been saying, this is this is essentially election interference. Now, the interesting thing is here. So someone, whoever it was, I don't know, I don't care, started a GoFundMe for Trump, okay, to pay these fines. And... People are going after GoFundMe saying that it's not right. He's a convicted criminal. I thought we weren't supposed to be able to have GoFundMes for convicted criminals. He's not... He's not... (laughs) A convicted criminal. And this is just exactly how fucking stupid people are. If you listen to that clip again, what did she say? Civil case. Civil is not criminal... Two different situations. He was found guilty on civil infractions of inflating, whatever, blah, 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 whatever she just said. I'm not going to play it again. He wasn't criminally found liable of doing a goddamn thing. He was civilly. And what's the difference between civil and criminal? The difference is this. If I kill somebody, that's criminal. If I steal $1,000 from that person, that too is criminal. But if I defraud them, that is criminal. Well, Don, you just said everything was criminal. Right. Because I did it to an individual. The fact that there is no individual here, it's civil. It's made up. They made up an individ- they made up a fake victim because there was no actual victim. They just made up some bullshit saying, well, he lied about this and he lied about that and we're suing him for 300 million. there's no victim, therefore there's no crime. If I go to jail for killing somebody, or let me, let me rephrase that, if I get arrested for killing somebody, but there's no somebody for them to find, let's say, oh Don, we, we understand that you killed Bob Johnson, you're arrested. Why, why do you think i killed bob johnson we can't seem to find bob johnson he is nowhere to be found uh, okay so i i killed him because you can't find him here's the thing what is the one thing they say about murder no body no crime no <laughs> no uh no uh, murder weapon no crime no body no crime there's no body that was defrauded therefore there's no Crime. That's why it's a civil case. So, as far as those people that want to go after GoFundMe for letting these people do this stuff, mind your business. <laughs> you guys, and here's the thing I don't think, I honestly believe that these attorneys in Georgia, New York, wherever you're at, I honestly believe that you think that you're going to cause enough damage for Trump to stop. Here's where you guys messed up. You messed up because it's 2024 and you're just now getting this shit in front of a judge. When you should have done this two or three years ago, you dragged your feet. Why? Because you didn't think, you thought maybe if there was the threat of these cases that maybe he wouldn't run for president. And then if he didn't run, you'd probably just drop it and let it go and forget about it. I guarantee you that was your thought process. But then when he was like, nope, I'm running for president, fuck y'all, I'm coming in. You were like, oh shit, we got to turn the screws. Here's where you fucked up. It's almost too little too late. Because now, he's not going to have to pay shit. Because this is going to go to appeal. It might even get tied up in appeal for a while. Then, when he's president, what do you think that means for you? What do you think all you guys that are attorney generals and judges and all this fun stuff, what do you think that means for you when President Trump turns to his his attorney general whoever that person may be hopefully is somebody with a fucking gigantic dick with balls that drag on the ground that's gonna say you know what all you guys that wanted to go after trump for some bullshit we're gonna go ahead and hold you guys up for uh disciplinary action and possible disbarment L- loss of law license and all that other fun stuff. And you guys can go pack sand and you can have your little show on CNBC or whatever. And you could pretend like you're something that you're not because here's the thing, disbarment and disciplinary action. So here you go. This isn't me. This is from Cornell law school. Whenever a member of the bar, which is lawyers and judges, because you can't be a judge if you're not a lawyer has been disbarred or suspended from any practice in any court of record or has engaged in conduct unbecoming of a member of the bar of this court, the court will enter order suspending that member from practice before the court uh, affording the member the opportunity to show cause within 40 days. So you can disbar an individual from being a lawyer, from being a judge, from holding a law license, for a number of things of, um, illegal activities, uh, the way they act, the way, um, <laughs> un, you know, was a behavior unbecoming of a lawyer of a law of a person holding a law license, um, erroneous convictions, erroneous attempts of, so if you have a lawyer that constantly is placing lawsuits, that person can down the road end up being disbarred for those erroneous situations if you have a judge who opts to just take the law in his own hands essentially that judge can be disbarred so you're going to have a situation and and these people are even seeing it look at what's going on with Fannie wilson where it seems like all these people want to attack trump for different situations and every time they do it comes to bite him in the ass and when he's president let's assume he's going to win what do you think is going to happen when whoever the attorney general is knows better knows the law and says you know what these individuals did this stuff and the behavior was unbecoming was unbecoming and i'm filing for disbarment and then those individuals go in front of the Supreme Court that is mostly trump opponent, uh judges. I'm just saying, you guys are playing a, a game with your careers that I don't think you realize is actually there because you are spun into a belief that you don't think what's going to happen is going to happen. You believe that your version of the law is is on your side, and I believe that that's not the case. Now, to furthermore the whole let's go after Trump for whatever bullshit reason, you have an individual, his name is John Castro. Now, if that name sounds familiar, if it doesn't, this is why, because he is the person who has put most of these lawsuits against Trump in different states to get his name taken off of the, um, off the ballots in these different states. But this is the kind of person that's doing this.
1: Mr. John Anthony Castro is currently a candidate for the Republican primary, given the fact that he has filled out the relevant paperwork to run for president as ostensibly a Republican. However, what appears to have happened is that Mr. Castro registered to run as a Republican so that he could have legal standing in order to file lawsuits and have Trump removed from the ballots across all of America. Castro has thus far filed more than two dozen federal lawsuits across the whole country seeking to get Trump disqualified from having his name appear on any of the ballots in those particular states. However, having his cases dismissed might now be the least of Mr. Castro's worries. That's because last week, Mr. Castro was arrested on federal tax charges. And according to the federal prosecutors, he was charged with 33 counts of helping others to prepare false tax returns.
0: So there you go. How come it is that 99% of the times these fucking people, that want to hold people to, to these higher standards, don't hold themselves to higher standards. Here's a person himself who now is probably going to go to jail for tax evasion, tax fraud. Oh, actual fraud. That was an actual crime because there was actual victims. Interesting. Interesting how this comes back around. <laughs> you guys, what was it? Uh, you play with the bull. You get the horns. Guys, you are playing a game that I don't think you realize you even know what you're doing. I don't think that you think... I honestly believe these people think Trump's stupid. And Trump has the money. He's got the people around him that are going to not put up with this bullshit. You're going to find out. This is the ultimate (laughs) fuck around and find out moment. And now... You guys are even possibly in the state of New York Going to be facing a food shortage New York, New York, New York Fucking with Trump Fucking with Trump Now the truckers ain't trying to deliver Y'all produce, y'all goods For three years You in New York, you better get up out of there See, I think groceries are high now Y'all better respect Trump's gangster, and y'all better respect that, that MAGA crowd. they not playing. They're not playing. As you can see, they're not playing. Keep on fucking around. You're going to find out. So, now, that was a truck driver. His uh, TikTok handle is Big Brother. Uh, let me read that. It's kind of small. Big Big Brother Black Snow. Oh, yeah, he's black guy, too, by the way. Yeah, I didn't didn't know if I told you that, but yeah, he's black. But yeah, these truck drivers are essentially going to not go to New York. Not the city, but the state. And I know you might be living in the state of New York and you think, that's bullshit. I'm I'm for Trump. That's not fair. This is what you get. I'm not saying, ha ha, fuck you. I'm not saying that. But as I know, there's people from New York to listen to this show. My point is this. You get what you vote for. And even if you didn't vote for these people, Hochul and Adams and whoever the fuck else, Letitia James, this is what happens. Now, you're going to still get products and stuff brought to New York because some people, they still have to work. But you will see a difference. You will see, especially when it comes, like he was saying, produce, your your goods, like your soda and your junk food and all that shit, that'll still come because... That's not brought in, for the most part, by independent truckers. But your groceries, your meat, your, uh, well, I mean, well, I get my meat from whatever the grocery stores are up in New York. Okay, that's fine. And I, for, I'm going to use a Florida reference because I don't know what grocery stores are in New York. But I get my meat at Publix. Okay. The thing is, is Publix doesn't have farms that grows vegetables and and grows cows and chickens and all that shit. They buy it from a wholesaler. Okay. And essentially what happens is Publix says we need, uh, you know, 50,000 pounds of beef, whatever. And then that beef is bought by, (laughs) bought from a farm, wherever, brought to the Publix warehouse that's in Lakeland, Florida, uh, by an independent truck driver from the farm. You know, if you're bobbing it, buying it from you know Bob Johnson's farm, uh, Bob Johnson might have to hire an independent trucker to take it to the warehouse. You understand what I'm saying? Well, if that truck driver's like, no, I'm not going to New York, then the grocery store in New York, whatever's up there, who are they going to buy the meat from? Who are they going to buy the vegetables from? And it, they could. And the funny thing is, is that state might have plenty of whatever to sustain its own grocery stores i doubt that's the case but let's just assume it is well they still got to get to the warehouses of the stores so the stores can then break it down and take it to their you know to the warehouse to the stores um guys this could be a problem now you might be thinking oh whatever this this isn't a big deal huh. guys <laughs> go on the internet go on twitter go on well go on twitter and and look up trucking, uh, truck. Uh, I don't want to say convoys, but uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. But you know what I'm saying. But look at what's going on in Europe, in the different countries in Europe, what has happened over there. There, Where they've done blackhead. Look what happened in Canada. What was that, last year, two years ago, during all this bullshit? You don't think that truck drivers hold a little bit of power in this country. You're a little fucked in the head. If you just think your food magically shows up wherever you go and buy it from you're a little stupid and if you're thinking oh it's because the the public truck driver brings it to the store okay that's fine they bring it from the public's warehouse to the public's grocery store it still has to get to that public's warehouse and guess who doesn't take it to the public's warehouse the public's drivers that's brought in by nine times out of ten independent truck drivers like he said you guys are fucking around, and you're about to find out. People are getting sick and tired because here's the thing, and I'm going to close the show on this whole situation right here. Here's the problem. <laughs> the, the um, <laughs> There's a small percentage of people in this country that hate Trump. I mean, hate them with a passion. And those individuals have such a tremendously huge voice. And they get people riled up. And to the point where, like, for the GoFundMe thing, for example, you have people writing in or whatever to GoFundMe talking about, I didn't think we could have convicted criminals. We could raise money for convicted criminals. Okay, He's not a convicted criminal, but that's what they believe because they hear he was found guilty on fraud. Therefore, he has to pay X amount of dollars. It was a civil case. He is not a criminal because if he was, he probably wouldn't be able to run for president. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know the deals there, but think about it like this, guys. There's a lot of people, a lot of regular people, a lot of people like me and you. And even, even if four years ago you didn't like Trump, let's say eight years ago you voted for Trump. And then during the course of him being president, you kind of got sour on all the bullshit and you're like, eh. And, and maybe you just didn't vote. okay? Or you could be like some people, some people that I know personally that voted for Trump in 2020 and Biden won. And then we have feelings about how and why and how all that happened and uh, are so disgruntled against voting. And and I get it. I understand. But if you didn't vote for him in 2020, for whatever reason, let's just assume you didn't vote. You're like, fuck it. I don't want either one of them. It's not going to vote. Or you're the percentage of people that said, "Eh, I don't really like all the stuff that's happening with Trump. I'm going to go ahead and vote for Biden because I don't really like Biden, but at least he's not Trump. right?" And those are the people that are having Biden remorse. Now, how many of those people that are regular people like me and you are saying, this is bullshit? How many people, how many people, white, black, Hispanic, whatever, that are seeing the things that they're doing to Trump to try and bankrupt him, put him in jail, whatever their, whatever their goals are, how many regular people have gone, have or are going through the same things? At one point in their life. Whether it's current or 10 or 15 years ago. And they're thinking. Yeah they did that same fucking shit to me. And you. Or me as a regular person. Think oh they're doing this shit to me. Because who am I. I don't have the money to get all these fancy lawyers. And think this would never happen to Donald Trump. Or a big wig. It's happening. Because in the long. The long and short of it is. It has nothing to do with what you are it has to do with who you are and the fact that they're not it's it's just a battle and here's the reasons i think that we should all make sure we back trump you need to get away from nikki haley if even if you're considering her you need to stop okay it's a waste of money we'll see what happens this week with south carolina it'll be interesting when she loses what she has to say then Whatever, we'll cross that bridge when it happens. But if nothing else, man, the show is gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> and with that being said, guys, that is all I have for you today. It is Monday, February 19, 2024. Guys, please make sure you're following us on social media at Don't Trade America on Facebook, Instagram, the Ticker Talker, and True Social. And our websites, don't America.com. You can email me at donq at america.com guys please make sure to visit the dtom store and don't forget about our newest uh newest uh fucking I'm sorry I'm reading something our newest uh, thing there man come on Newest sponsor I'm a fucking idiot uh reaper apparel company you can reach them at reaperapparelco.com 10% off use dtom code uh in the in the promo code man go look at blah, 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 blah. And uh, make sure you follow and share the show, guys. You have a fantastic day, and I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be back. I'll be back again tomorrow. Fuck it. What do I got to do? Come on, man. <laughs> you guys have a great day, and I will uh, I will talk to you again uh, tomorrow. See you later.